Hi, this is Dave Pryor. You're about to listen to an interview with Jed and Sophia Lazar from Cozy Juicy Reel. Cozy Juicy Reel is a game you can play with your team to help your team members learn more about each other while they're answering questions that invite them to share more about themselves as people. The idea being that as they learn more about one another, they'll form a stronger bond, and that will help them function better as a team, even if they're distributed. The interview was originally recorded with video so that you can see the game. I do think you'll get the gist of it by listening to the audio, but if you want to see the game and watch us play, you should probably check out the video version. The game originally started as an online thing, but they've just launched a Kickstarter campaign to fund a physical version you can play with your team in person. You'll find links to Jed and Sophia's site and a link to the Kickstarter campaign in the show notes. That's it. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Dave Pryor. Welcome to The Reluctant Agilist. Today, we're going to talk all about connections and a tool that's been designed specifically to help you with that and your distributed teams, or even if you're in the same space, this will help you get to know people better and and hopefully engage with them at work on a deeper level. So the folks that are with me are the founders of Cozy Juicy Real. So Jed and Sophia are here. Thank you for taking time out of your evening, because for you, it's evening, even uh-huh. me, it's morning. Happy to be here. Um so before we get started, I want to talk all about the game and, and through go through how it's going to help people foster better connections and the struggle they're having with being disconnected in a distributed environment. But how did you, like, what's your origin story? How did the two of you come together and create this amazing thing? It's a good question. You want to take that one or you want me to? Um, I can try. You can chime in. <laughs> um, we met, well, we're a couple, so we met in Bali of all places um I was studying yoga Jed was traveling we met there um but in terms of the origin because that's that's a story in itself um in terms of the game we were living together in London and I'd say we both have always had a really deep interest in people in coaching in what makes people tick and what makes them happy um and so we're both coaches and group facilitators. Okay. Um, that interest was long before we met. Um, but yeah, when we got together, we we realized that having conversations with our friends and family would sometimes be really interesting mm-hmm. and sometimes be really boring. Okay. <laughs> or mediocre. Um, you know, Netflix, how's work, how are the kids? Small talk stuff. Small talk stuff. Okay. And so we kind of wondered, you know, could we make this more consistent? Like how can we have more interesting conversations always or more often than we do now? So if um, I went to a family party and they're like, what route did you take to get here? I could just pull out a card and even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I got here because I just did what my phone said, but let's talk about this. Okay. <laughs> So Actually, it's you- funny to say that because because years ago, long before Coast Juicy Real, I tried to do exactly that, and it went it went horribly. <laughs> I went to a, I went to a party and people were like, "So, what do you do for a living?" You know that question. And I was like, "Well, actually, I have this deck of questions I just created. Would you like to choose one?" And that came off as really creepy. <laughs> I, can, I can see. So, can we? Can maybe we can start there because that. Um, 
the level of discomfort that comes for for some people with those small talk questions like for me if somebody's like what do you think about this weather or like what about this sports team i'm like ah i'd rather get a root canal than have that conversation mm-hmm. um and you tried to do something to make it better but why didn't that work in that I think it, I think that didn't work for a few reasons. Okay. One is that I didn't have buy-in. Okay. Right. Um, and then and another is that at that point I hadn't thought deeply about what makes conversations great. Okay. And what builds trust. And it and it took okay. a few years of kind of fumbling around in that space before we got to something that does a smoother job at creating that. Okay. So you solved that problem then of the small talk at the parties. Well, we only have dynamic, amazing, supportive family conversations now. Not always. And I don't think that it's always the right time to do that. I think there is right. a space for smaller talk okay. <laughs> um, and updates. Um, but in large part, I think, I mean, we moved to Valencia about, well, on and off for the last year. And I went out for Christmas on my own. Jed was in the States visiting family and met a new group of friends. And, you know, there was the very like individual two people here, three people chatting there, four people chatting over there. And it was like, you know, barely spoke to most people all night. Um, And it got to a point where we were like playing a little game, like drinking kind of game. Okay. Not wild drinking. It was more like a tasting spanish wines adult um, drinking game adult drink adult drinking game and at that Old point the, the girl who invited me knew about cozy juicy Real, and uh she said you know why don't you bring it if we have time we'll, we'll play it okay and instead of playing the classic version of cozy juicy Real, i kind of you know we proposed like why because there was about there was at least 12 of us, maybe 15 of us. Okay. Um, and we can't really always play a board game with that many people. you see. Um, but I said, let's just do an, ad- an adaptation of the game. And then we we went, we ended up talking for about four or five hours. We were there till four in the morning. Wow. Having these amazing conversations. People, you know, got teary. We we all just, and everyone in the room was playing and talking and hanging That's out really together. That's really cool. It was like a little... Yeah. Uh, and these were people that you weren't super familiar with before. Like just with some of them, that yeah, sense of safety had to be created, right? hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. And there's lots of mechanics that we kind of incorporated to create the safety. Okay. So that's, I mean, we've obviously talked about the game before, and that's one of the things that I think is so appealing to me is that it, it helps you get to know other people, but it also does it in a way that's not like, you know, like tell me your life story right now. Um, <laughs> can you can you talk a little bit about the game and how it works and how it creates that sense of like easing your way into the pool? Hmm. Yeah, we were just talking earlier today about how we should have a, a, a YouTube channel and we should have a little video to explain all of the mechanics that are built into the game and why they're there. Okay. Because there's because they're subtle, but each of them has a purpose. Um. So one of the things that we learned when we first started to, to do our research and build the first prototypes is that um, you want to warm people up. You want to have an organic deepening, right? Like you said, you don't want to go straight to, you know, your life story. Um, 
And so that's why there's cozy, juicy, and real. Those are three different okay. decks. So everybody starts by answering a cozy question. Okay. And then as you move around the board, you have the option, if you want, to pick a juicy question. And then eventually okay. you can pick a real question. So it's always a choice. That's really important. So nobody's forced to answer questions they don't want. If you ever pick a question that you want to pass on, okay. you can pass. And it starts by everybody sharing at a light level and then going along this journey together. So there's this, okay. there's this natural organic deepening that happens and people I think feel safe enough because the questions are built to be safe, that people can answer them in multiple ways. They can choose one that they, okay. that they want to share, they feel comfortable sharing. But also as you go around the game board playing, you hear other people answer a question and they open up a little bit and you're feeling a bit more safe because they've shared something about themselves. So you'll, you'll share a little bit more. And, and there's all these other, you know, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll share our screens in a bit, like we talked yeah. about and show some other mechanics, but there's all these other cards that are built in that are there to create affirmation. Okay. And so that people can share something that's real for them and that it's recognized. Oh, you just, you know, Dave, we're playing together. You just shared something that, that that's real for you. Yeah. Right. And I get to, I get to then give you points and recognize that you, that you went there. So that feels good for you. It feels good for me. I mean, that's praise and reinforcement for being willing to be vulnerable, right? That's the intention. Okay. So, I was introduced to you by Adam Weisbart. And because of that path, my assumption is that Adam is somebody who is very welcoming to like improv and collaboration and things like that. And I assume the same of you. And I come to that, like, I'm a brick wall. I am the guy that's like, you want to do a group activity? I'm like, no, you know, <laughs> let's connect. No, you connect with yourself. I'm fine over here all by myself. So how do you get the cranky people cranky introverted I, it's just safer here in my little box um people like me to to open up to it because i mean i'm 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 assuming that while you are trying to foster collaboration with your teams i'm probably one of the toughest customers or maybe not i don't know i have a couple of questions that come to my mind yeah go ahead one is do you like games i do like games you do like games. some games, some games, some games, some games. Some games. Um, okay, that's my 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 first question because I think often people do like games and they're kind of curious, mm -hmm. like, oh, it's a game, um, and it's something that we didn't touch on before when you said, you know, something that didn't work when it's like, hey, I've got some questions, and that's always like this, like, oh, someone's going to yeah. ask me all these questions, mm -hmm. um, versus, hey, do you want to play a game? Yeah. Um, and makes it a lot easier. So it's a, it's a much easier in to say, okay, we're playing a game. You there's a winner. You get points. Um, there's a bit of challenge. Um, okay. And I think that that is one thing that's a, a huge um, draw. Draw um, and ease for people. And yeah. um, and I think with a game, the other thing that comes with that is that you're all on the same playing field. There's a set of rules that you're all abiding to and um, there is a balance. So rather than kind of like feeling like there's the one person that talks a lot and the person that's really quiet, there's kind of like this facilitated journey that 
everyone has a bit of a voice. And like Jed said, there is still choice of how okay. far you go in. Um, so I think that's that's one of the, the main things I think people are drawn to in this experience. Um, and that, I mean, we've had really great feedback from people who consider themselves introverts and don't really like to share about themselves. Right. And we, we share a lot of those kind of testimonials and, and, and reviews that people share. So I think that helps as well. What's, um, what my second question? <laughs> well, what's I'll just comment on one thing. So for, for the people that are watching or listening that are kind of like me, I mean, you said, do I like games? And, and I do. I enjoy certain kinds of games. Um, I'm happy to sit down and play like Catan or Risk or Monopoly. But if you ask me to play in cahoots, do that sound like I no, I no interest in that at all. Um, but a game like Trivial Pursuit, something like that, where I am able to kind of earn stuff and, and, and compete against other people. And maybe even like Pandemic, where I can work collaboratively with people, something where I have to invest myself. It's not Ooh. just like a quick, I'm getting a point here. Like that is something that is appealing to me. Um, but what's neat to me is that the sort of the the thoughtfulness that's gone into creating this space, like, you know, giving the uh, awards to people for being open, having them step-by-step step get into a deeper level of engagement. That's a really powerful thing that it's, it seems to me like most games just bypass that. Mm-hmm. You're just expected to show up and be all in right out of the gate. Mm. Um, well, while you think of the, did you think of the second question yet, or could it hasn't come back to me? Okay. I'm so, sure. can we look at the game and maybe you can kind of use me as an example and take me through some of these questions? Yeah, we can show people what it's like to play. So you are looking at a game board for four people. And um, do you, you have to, to have four? Do you have to have four? Can you do it with less? No. The online game is four, five, six, seven, eight, and the in-person okay. game is the same. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, do you want to go first, second, or third? I will go where, however you want me to. I can barely see the screen behind all the cameras and lights. So I'm, I'm going, I'm going <laughs> so, by whatever you tell me to do. All right. So do you want to go? First? I'll go first. Yeah. All right. Jed's going to be playing the ball. Yeah. What is that a picture of? You are this little gecko, I guess. Oh, We're not right. sure That's if cool. it's a gecko or a frog. All right. I'm a reptile. Some kind of reptile. That's good. <laughs> I'm the horse with the hair, and Sophia's the bunny. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, like I was saying before, everybody starts with a cozy card. Yeah. Um, and let's go into it. So, I'm first. I'm player number one. So, my question is when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up and why? Um, I, I, I was one of those people that changed year to year. What did I want to be? It changed often. But, um, you know, one of those consistent threads for me was that my my dad was a psychiatrist. Okay. And his dad was also a psychiatrist. Oh, my gosh. And so part of me thought I would grow up to be a psychiatrist. <laughs> um, 
And that didn't work out for me because I took my first biology class at university and immediately knew that pre-med was going to kill me. So I'm not a psychiatrist. Okay. All right. And Jed gets to move one space around the board and collect 30 points. There you go, Jed. I just went, yeah. And you got points. And I got points. I got 30 points for answering a cozy question. Okay. I actually... Dave, I want to ask you, what about you? Batman. What did you want to be when you grew up? Batman. I still want to be Batman. That's never changed <laughs> since I was like two. And why? Because <laughs> Batman's super awesome. I, <laughs> because he's got the cave and the, I have a whole thing I do in class about Batman. I actually met Adam West one time and it ruined my childhood. Um, I've just always thought that Batman was about the coolest thing you could ever be. He's got everything. Yeah, it's true. Except and emotional and mental peace. But when you're like a little kid, you don't think about that. You just want the car and the belt <laughs> and the cape. Car, belt, cape, happy. All you need. Yep. And somebody to make you sandwiches, which he has that too. So it's all good. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sophia? Oh, you're giving me a what about you card. What did oh, I, am I? Is that actually a card? I didn't even. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Give you points. Thank you. Um, what about me? I wanted to be an actress and I absolutely loved going to drama school I loved dancing I loved singing I even cut my hair once like Michael Jackson and did a whole performance for my family I yeah I I made videos which I still have and I I don't even know if I can bring myself to watch them because I think I'd be so it would be so cringeworthy but yeah I had a lot of fun and I I went to drama school for years until college UK college, not American college. I went to college. And then I very quickly realized that when you do it as a job, it's extremely competitive and I didn't enjoy it anymore. That was me with music. I I wanted to be a musician until college. And after one year, I was like, no. Yeah, it's (laughs) such a shame. I was like, no, I love this. I want to keep loving it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, no. All right. Do I have to give you points now? Is that how this works? You did. I, I I made the what about you constantly. Oh, you did. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Now, do I have to go on my next? Yeah. You would you like? Well, usually we would all get cozy, and you're welcome to get a cozy card for the purposes of this little demoing. I should go to juicy show, session. Yeah. You want to get juicy? Sure. All right. Here is a juicy show and tell. In the room you're in now, what's an object that holds meaning for you and what oh, makes it? Uh, <laughs> you'll immediately have something. Mm-hmm. This is oh. a guitar that I just bought for myself <gasps> and I'm very excited about it. Wow. It's a Mule resonator, a Mavis resonator. So it's an electric guitar with a resonator cone. That is beautiful. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, and I'm very excited about that. So it's a big deal for me because it is, um, I've been playing since I was 12. And that is the like first real super high quality musical thing I've ever bought myself. So Mm. big commitment and big acknowledgement of the fact that I've been doing this for so long. So thank you for sharing. That was an easy one. (laughs) You get 40 points and you get to move five spaces. Um, and I want to ask you a go deeper question. Sure. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to give you my go deeper card. You've been playing music for a long time. Yeah. Um, 
I'm, I'm guessing it, it, the word resonates, it resonates with you at a deep level. Um, yeah. What, what about it do you love? What is it? Um, so it's evolved for me since I was a kid. Um, first it was just, I wanted to meet girls and that was the easiest way to do it was just play guitar. <laughs> I didn't have to talk to them. Um, but now I don't, I haven't played in front of people in 20 or 30 years. It, for me, it's a more sort of meditative activity. So the, the playing is something I've been, I do every day for a couple hours mm. and it, no matter how bad a day I ever have, it makes it better. Um, it's just mm -hmm. an, a way of being creative and having a place to myself doing a thing that I love doing. And, and I think the other thing about it is that no matter how long you've been playing, the guitar is always trying to teach you something if you're, mm -hmm. if you're willing to let it. And so I love the fact that there's this open-ended thing that I'll never be as good as I want to be. I'll never know as much as I want to know. And that's totally cool because that's not what it's about. It's just about sitting there and letting the creative stuff happen. And, and the fact that I don't capture it for other people, it's just a thing I do for myself. So it's like a gift to myself every day. Mm. Mm. You're getting a high five from me. <laughs> How can you not? <laughs> I'm I'm going to give you a high five as well, and I, and I'll I'll tell you why. It's because I think that in this in this day and age, and this is a is a trap that I fall into, right. is um, a sense that that whatever I'm spending my time on, it should be something productive. Mm. It should be something that leads to something. It yeah. should be an output. And what I love about what you just shared is that uh, is that it's it's enough that you're doing something that, that's just feeding you something that you enjoy. That's just pure in the creativity realm. Yeah. Well, is it okay to keep talking about this for a second? Sure. This is, so I, I am one of those productive people too. And it's taken me a long time to realize that part of maintaining the machine of me being able to be productive mm -hmm. is protecting time for those other things. Mm -hmm. It's like fuel. Right. Without without that, I am not able to show up the same way. Mm. Um, so it's it's selfish and it's also meant to help me be able to be there for other people better. Mm. I guess. But I appreciate all the affirmations. Mm. And it was well, a good question, too. Is it that what's neat about that is because, like you said, I can answer it any way I want. And it allows me to reveal a little bit of myself in a way that I'm not uncomfortable with. And I can decide how far I want to go, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it's that to me is a really neat aspect of how you're creating safety for people. Mm -hmm. All right, that's, that's what we hope we're doing. All right. So, so now you have to go to the juicy or the real card, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. I'll get to the real card. Well, what do we have? Oh, what's something beautiful in your life right now? And what about it are you appreciating? Hmm. So many things. Um, I am particularly enjoying my uh 
particularly my niece, but generally my sister has three kids and my other sister has a kid. Okay. And unfortunately, I don't live in the same city or country as them. Um, but when I do spend time with them, I make an effort to spend as much time as I can with them. Um, and we have a very close relationship with um, the three kids that are in Cyprus. Um, they're a little bit older than the one in London. So we've spent a lot more time with them. Okay. And one of them, Amelia, she calls me almost every day to catch up and to practice because she likes gymnastics. So we practice together um, doing exercises and making her stronger and even better. And it's just it it just means a lot to me because I think that it's one of those things that I fear that because I'm not around, I they won't know me in that way. They won't consider yeah. me like a close person in their life. And I don't want to lose the connection that we have. Um, and I think that having those regular connect, like connecting regularly, whether it's over Zoom or whatever, that will maintain that relationship. I want them to, I want them to be able to call on me if they need something or, you know, confide okay. in someone. So that is something that's beautiful in my life right now. That's cool. So I have a question about this part of it. Um, there's a part of me that feels compelled to like ask you more questions because you all both ask me more questions. And there's <laughs> another part of me that feels like not really ready to do that yet. Hmm. Um, does it, how often does it happen that somebody's just like, I mean, I know some people that would feel like this was the part to like go deep and just not even knowing you start asking you all kinds of intensive questions because that's like their way of winning the game. Um, how do you socially regulate that kind of stuff? Does that happen a lot or are people generally pretty cool with it? So I'm not sure if you can see the board. Um, you, only, you only get one go deeper card. Okay. For the whole game. And there's, for any go deeper question, I mean card, you can only get two questions. Yeah, go on and zoom into so, the yeah, zoom interaction into cards. So you okay. can see here where the card says go deeper. Play this card anytime to ask another player one or two follow-up questions. Okay. Um, and then, like we've mentioned before, if you're giving the card, you are giving points. And if you don't use the card by the end of the game, you lose points. So you're incentivized to use them. Oh, okay. You also have a limit of using them so that you use them wisely. You Am I giving my own points or just giving points out of like this? You're giving, you're giving points that are either minus. So you're, you're actually putting yourself in plus by giving them. Okay. Cause if you didn't use that card, then you have to minus. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah. So by giving people only a certain number limits, yeah. how many questions get asked and, and things like that. Okay. And the high five card is a congratulations card. What's the courage card for? Let me go up here and we can say, so yeah, high five is to show appreciation. The courage card is when someone, you know, shares something that might have taken courage or they might share a story that clearly showed courage. Um, but yeah, it's a way to really recognize someone for maybe getting a bit real, more real okay. than they normally. So you're... And we used that one earlier. The what about you? 
you're gamifying the opening up and the willingness to be vulnerable to other people. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you explain how the slices work in the little, cause they look almost like the trivial pursuit pies. Oh, right. So we, we've been breaking the rules um, playing with you because like Sophie was saying, you know, normally everybody gets cozy. We do a whole round of cozy. Yeah. And then you start moving around the board and you get the option. So like Sophia, she's the little bunny. Okay. But she's on a space that's green and orange. So now she could choose, say it's the second round, yeah. if she wants to get cozy or juicy and she gets more points for getting juicy. And then you're on a space that's green and red. So then you could pick cozy or real. Okay. And not that I want to win because I think it sounds to me like the, the win is the conversation, but how do you win? You're like, I'm, I'm more open than everyone here. <laughs> yeah. And then you flip over the board and run away. I win game over. Yeah. <laughs> Four yeah, might that's how it <laughs> um so i mean you win you win obviously by getting the most points but how do you do that you win by um answering uh juicy and real questions and also by uh collecting the most purple cards okay um so by opening up a little bit and then by using your purple cards by using those interaction cards giving them to other characters really engaging and interacting at a high level yeah because those dock from your points if you don't use them so we built the the points so that if you don't use at least a majority of those, it's very difficult to win the game. Okay. And what is the lightning bolt? Yeah. So the lightning bolt and the random, they're kind of more like fun activities for the group. Okay. Um, we introduced random because we noticed that in conversation um, and when we did interviews, um, asking people, you know, what makes a conversation great? is having like a bit of a kind of a journey, like a roller coaster of like a bit of laughter, a bit of serious, you know, it's, it's, it's all of the emotions that kind of make a conversation really awesome. Yeah. And so random, we introduce those kind of to bring a bit of play, shake up the energy. Sometimes it might be a little bit more physical, um, but yeah, it kind of spices up the game a little bit. And then the lightning round are um, the end game round. So okay. here, when the first person hits the lightning bolt, yeah. everyone enters lightning round. Oh. And that's a fun guessing game. So after you've had a good hour learning about everyone in the group a little yeah. bit, you get to guess about them. Um, so I'll give you an example. All right, maybe I can try and guess about Dave. Mm. If Dave were to receive one of the following gifts, which would he choose? Number one, a lipstick pink Lamborghini. Can you, Number two, can you see these options, Dave. <laughs> I can. Yes, I'm looking around. The Number I can two, see them. a fancy treehouse library. Number three, a backyard roller. Oh, sorry, disco roller skate rink. Or four, a treasure chest of the latest tech gadgets. Now, this is a tough one because you are sitting in a room full of books which makes me think you'd go for the Treehouse Library. Mm. However, you might be like, well, I've already got my library. I want the roller skate rink or the latest tech, 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 tech gadgets. So this is a tough one. I'm going to say 
I'm going to go with the fancy treehouse library where you can read. That's play. what I would pick. That's 100% mm. right. Sophia got the points. The, the, I think the treasure chest of gadgets would no would only be like brand new for a little while. The roller skating <laughs> rink is going to take me back to the anxiety of Young's Regency skating rink when I was in seventh grade and afraid to ask Andreas Spider to skate with me. So I, I want something to do with that. And I definitely <laughs> would not know what to do with a Lamborghini. I drive like a little old lady going to church. So, <laughs> but the books would last forever. That would be give me lots of places to go and lots of great things to do. That, that was that's pretty cool. Um. I have a, a question about this. So this seems to me to be a great way to get a distributed team or, or I mean, even a team in the same space, get people to open up to one another, which might not directly like, you know, Jed, you mentioned the productivity thing. I can see where somebody did this isn't productive time, but it is helping people connect on a level that will amplify their ability to work together on things. Um, I can also see where I would use this game and play to lose because it would really be about me not getting points so much as it would be drawing people out and seeing how much I could get them to be willing to feel comfortable to open up, not in a manipulative way, but just try to get to know them better. Mm. Like almost like a, I mean, a spy isn't the right word, but I, if I'm playing with people, I'm trying to get to know them. Mm -hmm. And I guess I'm trying to get them. It seems to me like you would come into it wanting to introduce yourself to people or get to know them better. Or do you both play it to do both? Probably play it to do both. Well, I mean, my my curiosity about people is getting to know them. I feel like I, I know a lot about myself. I always think other people are more interesting. <laughs> um, but I mean, the way you just described it, you say, you know, I'd, I'd play to lose, but I'd be wanting to get to know them. You would probably end up winning. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, okay. Because that's how the game is is built is when, you know, when, when you're when you're curious about other people, when you're wanting to get to know them, you're giving them the what about you? The what about you cards, the purple that. cards, and okay. so you, yeah, you might inadvertently be the winner. That's fine. Yeah, but I mean, for me, the interest in the game, the reason why I still love playing it, is that is that I just enjoy I, I enjoy people. I'm not I'm and I'm not naturally good at getting to know people. Right? Some people I click with naturally. A lot of people I don't. And yeah. so having a tool like this is an amazing excuse to get to know people and get to hear stories about them and get to learn things that I'd never get to learn about them otherwise. Could you, would yeah. you mind talking a little bit? Cause we talked about that in the pre-interview. If you, if you're willing to share a little bit more about that, like the building report thing and, and how Sophia is with it compared to how you are, because that was really compelling to me when we were talking before. And I think, yeah, I think what I was sharing is that, I mean, I, I see Sophia as, as one of those, rare people who's really good at connecting with a lot of people. And I think it's an amazing skill, right? She can just like sit down with just about anybody and, and just have a really like wonderful, fun interaction with them. Right. And, um, and I can, I can do that sometimes. <laughs> and then, and then sometimes it's just like, like a little bit awkward, right? Um, not, not for lack of trying, it's just that that doesn't come naturally to me. Yeah. Okay. And like I was saying a moment ago, it comes naturally with some people. Sometimes there's natural chemistry, but sometimes, sometimes they're not. So I've, I've always, you know, Sophie and I have been in a relationship for uh, almost eight years now and I've been studying Sophia and what <laughs> Sophia does. And I've learned a lot about, you know, these 
unconscious, just natural things that she does. It helps, yeah. you know, go, go deeper. And, uh, and there's, a, there's actually a lot. Um, and I mean, some of that is built into the game, but some of that maybe is for Cozy Serial 2.0. Oh, you already teased in the next round. <laughs> Sophia, do you ever, uh, how do you feel about all this? I mean, does that resonate with you as well? Do, are, do you like, I can do that and you watch him and you're like, oh, like. <laughs> no, not. Yeah, you do. You do. Like, Sometimes awkward. I crack jokes. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, no, I crack That's jokes true. and I can have a Sometimes. very dry sense of humor. No, and. Ex- and yeah, and she she's funny. like she's like there to clarify. She's like, oh, that was that was a joke. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. I I never knew Jed was studying me. Um and do I agree? I mean, I I do I do think that I quite naturally connect with people. And I think it's one of the reasons I, I so love creating the game because it's okay. it kind of takes it out of me and it lets this like thing happen without anyone having you to be you there. You don't have to work at it. It happens by right. itself. Okay. Exactly. Um, and yeah, I, I think I've just always been really curious about people. I've been very comfortable. I think I'm also comfortable opening up. So it kind of makes that easier. I don't have any like fear of being vulnerable. Um, and yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure. Cause I think like Jed said, it's, it's very unconscious. I don't think I was aware that I had skills, if you will. Um, wow. That now I'm more aware of, but yeah. Okay. Now you're going to be like hyper aware of it all the time. Like, oh, I know, what do I, I do? Like, Wait, is Jeff watching me? Studying well, me? To me, that's a really important part of this because whether, like for you, as somebody who naturally just maybe unconsciously creates rapport i mean you did it with me in that first call it was like i was like wow that was like super coach right there um or if you're somebody who has to i mean i've had people that i've interacted with where i'm just like there's two people i work with where i'm like i can't be around these people like we just Mm. channels don't meet at all and it's Mm. not like animosity we just don't communicate um but whether it's something where I have to like work at it and think about it, or it's just not happening, this would allow me to kind of like get on the ride and let the ride do the work so that I can learn and share. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're trying to create for teams. Cause, Cause what you just described, I think is in that's the status quo. That's normal that there's always going to be people on your team they're more extroverted they're more introverted things you haven't you have in common with some people and some people that you've you've tried to connect with them and it's just not it's not happening and i think it's especially easy working remotely to just give up pretty quickly with those people that you don't naturally connect with because it's exceedingly awkward on zoom to try to connect with somebody where it's just not it's not there um and so you just you pull back and that other person pulls back but there's there's a loss there because you are on a team and you are going to be working together and um and so by having something to come together on that's that's it's important not only to smooth out conflict which is inevitable but also so that everybody you know enjoys the team that you're on because you end up spending so much time with the people yeah. that you work with so having a good relationship with them I think is a quality of life thing. Mm. 
And and also, I think the cognitive burden of trying to like push yourself, like, oh, I have to develop rapport with that person now. What am I going to do to do that? Like, this this will kind of create the runway for you, and it lets you to focus on other things like listening and watching and and all that stuff. Make it a lot yeah. easier. Um, trying to think of all the things to hit that will make people want to kind of sign up for it when it comes out on March twenty eighth. Right, that's when they can officially subscribe. How are how is it going? How is that part going to work? That is a good question. So this, so the March twenty eighth is for the physical version of the game. Ah, okay. Friends, family, strangers, whoever can play like physically. Okay. Um, and so we're really excited about that because we recognize that even in families and in like friend groups. Or like I was saying earlier, you know, we've moved to a new city and we are still making new friends and it just makes it so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> so so we wanted to kind of create that for people as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think... But the I electronic version is available then already, right? Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Let's we pitch we... that. <laughs> let's, let's, that. let's go there so yeah it's a it's an online hosted experience and we host it for teens all over the world okay so people can even if it's you know before march 28th people can uh bring cozy juicy real to their team if they'd like to okay so this would be like i in class i teach csm and cspo classes and i often talk about an activity that you do at the end of the sprint after the retrospective to kind of help the team let go and reset or celebrate or or whatever. This would be a great activity for a team to use either in the retrospective or after the retrospective to strengthen their connection with one another. And all they yeah. need, distributed or not, all they need is is Miro. It's in Miro, right? Not Miro. Miro, right there. Okay. Um, so they would go to Cozy Juicy Real and they would sign up there? Yeah, they can go to CozyJuicyReal.com. Okay. And you can sign up there and we'll send the details. Now, do I sign up for my team? Like, or does everybody have to sign up individually? You, you sign up and uh, you would schedule a time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then your host would show up at the zoom link and you'd be there. Your team would be there. And, uh, and then everybody would get to play at the same time. So you're so, so you, you act as host for the game. game. It's not like I'm hosting it. You would be hosting it. Is that right? Yes. That's yeah. right. Okay. All right. So that I guess, and that's another way of kind of moderating and keep it from going sideways too, is that you're there with people. Well, we're there to introduce the game um, okay. and to teach, and we do a check-in as as a group. Okay. Um, so that means if there are larger groups who want to play, we can put them into breakout rooms. So they oh, can all okay. play at the same time um, or a small team can also play. And then we stay in the main room for the game because we've recognized that um, even through playtesting and facilitating online is that when there are other people in the room that are not on the team, yeah. that it's, it changes the energy, it changes the vibe. And we want, again, it's like creating that safety mm -hmm. and that freedom to kind of share openly uh, we want to take ourselves out of the room. So we we okay. create breakout rooms and we stay in the main room in case anything um, is needed. And then at the end, we kind of do a checkout debrief um, as a group or as okay. a bigger team. And how long does it take to play for a group of like seven people? 
Oh, that's too many. For a group of four, right? You see, you can have four or six. We it goes up to eight. We can, okay. we actually done teams of ten sometimes when it's like a leadership team they want to play together. Okay. Um, but uh, average group size is four to six, um, and that is typically between sixty and ninety minutes, depending okay. on how much time they have um, and how many people there are. So that's the okay. kind of average. Cool. And so the board ver- board game, the physical version, is coming out on the or the Kickstarter kicks off on the twenty eighth. Yes. Okay. And so by the time this launches, I'll have a link in the show notes where people can go and sign up for that. And they can also go to CozyJuicyReel.com to learn more about it and sign up for the electronic version. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you want to talk about your month of uh, collaborative interactivity? I don't know what yeah, you're Yeah, happily. Should I stop sharing? Yeah, sure. So I mean, as part of the as part of the Kickstarter campaign, we thought, you know, what would be the coolest gift that we that we could give? And uh, what we're offering is an event called Connect Fest. So it's going to be a month of online events, totally free, all themed around connection and authenticity and um, and play. Yeah, yeah. And play, yeah. Play, I was gonna say play one. So, so um, so yeah. So they'll they'll be cozy juicy real games as part of that. But we're also inviting um, people who've created uh, conversation decks. Uh, okay. There's all these fun conversation decks that people have created over the years, and a lot of those people are also skilled facilitators. So they'll be facilitating their own workshops, um, and there might be people there to talk about uh, just like we talked about at the beginning. You know, how do you bring Without a game, without a conversation, yeah. like how do you bring a conversation from small talk to something that's more interesting for both people? So uh, we'll have a website and we'll send you the link to that for Connect Fest. Okay, cool. Now with the small talk, just to kind of go all the way back to the small talk thing, yeah. uh, I am terrible at that. And my daughter is also terrible at it. And neither one of us has any tolerance for it. But it is a necessary ability to, to mm-hmm. develop. So is that something that you that either of you can offer some suggestion? Like if I'm with people that I don't know, a brand new team, um, and I'm somebody who is not good with the small talk, like how do you develop that ability to banter back and forth with people? Like where does where where do you get good at that? It's a good or, question. Or do you just like whatever, let's play the game? That's easy. Well, I mean, I I have an answer. I mean, maybe okay. you do too. Mine may be different. Okay. I, I think I think a, a little bit of structure goes a long way. Okay. So if you are if you're part of an, a new team or if you're part of an existing team, but you know, you don't know each other well, or like you said, you just don't connect easily on that small talk level. Um suggesting a little bit of structure, like, and this is something our team does, a three-word check-in. Right? Okay. How are you doing? I'm feeling I'm feeling uh, you know, curious, tired, you know, whatever. Yeah, comes see, to whatever. <laughs> yeah, of course, every day. So, um, so it's it's a way to just uh, to share a little bit about what's going on. Okay, and uh, and that that kind of can can start the engine. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and then and then you can start to introduce other questions. You know, it's Friday. What's one thing you're looking forward to over the over the weekend? Okay. And you and you can build on these questions so that over time, you know, you can get to know each other a bit better in in a non-game non-card deck kind of format and then i think naturally when you do that for a while 
more interesting conversations will just naturally happen. Yeah. It won't it won't take the effort because the rapport will be there. Okay. All right. And and well I'll tell up on that is if you wanted to, us to share just a few of those prompts, we're happy to do that. You can include that. Some of our prompts that we use in our check-ins. Yeah. Um, so my answer is that I like to build on small talk. I'm a kind okay. of build on the small talk thing. So if it's like a, you know, I don't know what's a classic small talk, how's the weather? I might I might then ask more about that. Or like, what kind of weather do you like? And why do you like it? Or mm. I don't know. It may, it just, you well, know, I, I an example, kind of he just, so he, just, I was thinking the same thing when Jed was talking and the weather one to me is like a pretty much a dead stop. And you're like, well, what, what's your preference, cirrus or nim- nimbus clouds? But if you said, do you have plans for the weekend? That invites them to share a little bit more, right? Right. Like each question is to get you to the next question. It's that infinite game thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So building on. Do you find either of you that when you're doing that, I know people that use it almost as like a mechanism where they ask more questions so they don't have to answer questions. Mm. Hmm. I'm guessing Ask probably either one of you does it. <laughs> yes. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I know people who, when, when you meet them, they will just constantly pepper you with questions and it's, you don't get to hear anything about them because they're so busy asking questions. Mm. So there's, well, there's all sorts of reasons that they could be doing that. That's true. Um, you know, it could be just that they are very curious. It, it could be that uh, maybe they're uncomfortable with silence. So they're, you know, they're just bring... they, they could be waiting for a question back. They could be waiting for a question back. Or trying to avoid questions. Or trying they to avoid questions. They could be questions. trying to avoid the question. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I guess that this, I mean, that's another thing with this that it opens up is just that curiosity about not just what's their answer, but why is it going the way it's going? Mm. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's that's something I've, I've observed going back to that piece around that Sophia does, that 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 why piece, that asking and something I see Sophia do often is, is she'll ask a question that takes a little bit of courage to ask because it's a little bit non-normative. Right. Right. Because the normal thing to do is to ask what somebody does for a living. Right. Or the normal thing to do is what's the weather, you know, where you are. Um, but, but I think paying attention to our natural curiosity and rather than pushing that aside and labeling that as, Oh, that's a question. I, I, I it's, it's not appropriate for me to ask. Yeah. Just trying it out and seeing where it goes. Something else that's coming up as you're saying that is it's also reading people because um, it's not always for everyone. I think that that's got to be said is that Coast Juicy Real or getting deep and having those meaningful conversations isn't everyone's cup of tea. And that's okay. Um, really, like the game and our, like the purpose of coaching is really about bringing out someone's true self and allowing them to be them and so there I never want to like force someone to be that person but it's giving people an opportunity if they want to to open up and to share themselves because I think often we're afraid to we don't have permission to do that or you think it's inappropriate like oh I shouldn't really share this with the team like this is work this I can't share about what's going on in my life um and so I think just giving space 
and giving people permission is a really powerful thing um, and allowing them to show up as much as they want. So that's, you just introduced, at least in my head, two other uses for your game. So one would be if I'm a coach that's trying to get more skillful with the way that I ask questions or the questions that I ask, and then holding a space for other people to fill, like if that's something that is not something I have ease with, then this would be an opportunity to practice it. Um, Also, maybe from a social engineering perspective, if I'm just trying to get better at quickly building rapport and asking questions or, or asking, you know, instead of like, how's the weather, like whatever weird off the wall question you think will like, you know, crack the shell and get the person to answer. Um, I mean, there's a lot that you can do with this game in terms of building your ability as somebody who's interacting with other humans. Hmm. Sorry, if those were two not healthy uses of your game. (laughs) Totally. Makes a lot of sense. Um, Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you making time for this. So, so cozyjuicyreal.com, they can go to it. They can sign up now for the mural version. On March 28th, they can go and they can sign up for Kickstarter to buy into the, the physical game. And you're going to have uh, all the details about that month of connection events on your website. And I'll make sure we include a link to that. What if they want to get in touch with you directly to ask questions about the game or about collaboration or connection? What's the best they can email there? us. Okay. Help. Yeah, and I'll I'll send you the email if they want okay. to do that. No, that's probably the best way. Yeah. All right. I'll put links to those in the show notes. And thank you both very much for this. This was really yeah. Fun. Thank and you for creating this game. Thank you. This has been awesome.